Blog Talk Radio. The opinions and views expressed by the host and guest are not necessarily the views and opinions of the Blake Radio Network. Broadcasting, broadcasting, broadcasting to the world, broadcasting to the world, to the world, to the world, spreading the news and information. BlakeRadio.com, music for your mind, body, and soul. Talk radio at its best. You're listening to Rainbow Soul from BlakeRadio.com. Good morning, and welcome to the Happy Me Radio Show. I'm your host, Lillian Daniels, and thank you so much for joining me. Um, you're listening to the Happy Me Radio Show, and I started this show because I tore my ACL in 2010, healed it without surgery, and now I help my clients um, do the same thing and really consulting them and getting them to a happy knee without surgery or prescription drugs. And so if you have any knee issues or need help immediately, please feel free to visit thehappyknee.com and get your happy knee gift, where it really gives you solutions that you can do at home for immediate relief. So visit thehappyknee.com and get your happy knee gift. So on today's show, the, the topic is age and knee pain. Are they really connected? And if so, how much are they really connected? And I really wanted to touch upon this topic because, you know, getting even further into the, you know, the reason I started a show is because I felt a lot of people are encountering, they're like, I'm too young for knee pain. You know, you're not, a lot of people aren't even 40 or 30 yet, but we're encountering knee, knee pain. And it's important to understand why you are encountering that knee pain and how you can prevent it. And so during the show, I really want to talk about a few of the injuries that we, you you know, we encounter, um, a few of the root causes for our knee pain and what we can do to avoid it. Because the, the goal of the happy knee is to really redefine knee pain, redefine how you look at your knee, as opposed to something you literally have to worry about when you wake up, um, but to instead look at it as an asset that helps you to have the longest and most fulfilling life. So let's kind of jump right into it. Um, when, you know, when I hear a lot of people saying, you know, I have bad knees because it's something that comes along with age, that was something I really just did not want to accept. And that might be because I really feel that we can control a lot of things. So I did a little more research, and it turns out that there are additional factors that contribute to our knee pain, you know, in addition to maybe our aging. And so 
there's just a few things that a few assumptions that I kind of wanted to knock out. For example, one being, you know, a lot of people think, okay, you know, I have bad knees because I ran a great deal. Um, I did sports in high school and basically I was just overactive and, you know, that's why I have knee pain now. And that's certainly not entirely true. Um, there was a study done and they compared people that were active for a long period of time and compared people that were inactive. And they saw that the rates of knee pain were not drastically different. And from that, you're able to also come to the conclusion and they also um, determined that knee pain is actually caused because of inactivity as opposed to being caused due to, you know, working out. Now, I do think it's extremely, extremely important to understand that the type of activity that you do can be taken into consideration. For example, um, I do think that knee pain and some, a lot of, there are a lot of, I guess, studies and other people that have done research on it that have shown that it can kind of be reversed. Now, the thing to note is if you are older um, and I don't want to specify older, but I think this can apply no matter what age you are. We're going back into um, moderate activity. For example, say you played football all the time. If you're 70 years old, you're not going to reverse your knee pain by just playing football. However, you would probably be able to reverse the knee pain by gradually doing something that doesn't put as much pressure on your knee. However, it works, you know, keeps that joint active. For example, doing specific yoga poses or walking um, or doing moderate amounts of stairs. And so not a lot of stairs, but doing stairs does help in terms of getting the knee and, well, in terms of really strengthening the muscles around the knee and strengthening the leg muscles. And that is absolutely, absolutely crucial when you're trying to make sure that your knee is healthy. And that is because, you know, if you have had um, knee pain or you've had any knee challenges, you understand how important it is to strengthen the muscles around the knee because that's taking the pressure off of your knee and allowing, you know, your knee to have a great deal more support. So that's something I really, really wanted to make sure that you guys, um, that I share with you in terms of a lot of people thinking, you know, I run a lot, I do this, I do that. And that is why I have knee pain. And I really wanted to make sure that we understand that it's not the solution to knee pain isn't sitting still. Um, and the solution to knee pain instead is to gradually work your way into um, an activity that uses your knees, but in a, in a sensitive and conscious manner. So instead of say you were running a great deal, <clears throat> you might reduce the running and maybe increase yoga. And that's something that I recommend, um, say you're in your thirties or your late twenties or, you know, early forties or whichever, anytime actually. Um, I really recommend start um, learning a practice that is very um, kind and delicate on your body. And so for that reason, I highly, highly recommend doing yoga because that's something you can do your entire life um, and that will give you very long-term benefits. And so that is um, the, the, 
the way you move that absolutely contributes to um, your activity and your your knee pain, whether you do or do not have it. So another thing I really wanted to touch upon was um, weight and how that can contribute to uh, knee pain. And part of, you know, getting older, sometimes we don't look at the factors that kind of innate and innately and naturally come along with getting older. So, you know, our metabolism is slowing down. Um, some people say um, it becomes easier to not work out and it becomes easier to kind of just, you know, reverse behavior. So you think about it, if you look at a baby or a toddler and you just look at how kind of free they are and how easily their joints move and uninhibited they are, and then you compare that to, you know, as we get older, we're very much so more restricted, just just in, a, in an overall sense, in, this, in terms of society and modern society. Um, we will get a job. We'll probably be sitting down for a longer period of time. It's not like you have recess. And so, you know, those might sound a little bit silly, but they make a huge, huge impact. And, you know part of getting older, you get more responsibility. So we probably all know the effect, uh, the compound effect of, um, you know, interest when we talk about money and such, but there is also a compound effect of whether or not you work out. And so you think about how when you're younger, you know, you work out a great deal or say you're an athlete and that can kind of get to coast as they partook in sports in college or you partook in sports in high school. The years after that, you kind of get to reap the benefits of, okay, I might be able to slack a little bit on working out, but think about the opposite effect. So say you adapt negative habits, you know, um, after you no longer have to work out and you adapt negative habits and think about, the compounding effect of those negative habits, whether it's sitting down for a long period of time, whether it's not eating as um, healthy as you used to. And, you know, sometimes we throw a lot of, um, we throw a lot of um, blame on age, but it's important to look at the other factors that come into play and try to influence them. So, you know, being inactive comes into play again, trying to eat healthier comes into play again. And understanding that kind of by design, it's easier for us to gain weight. So try to be, um, you know, aware of that and understand that weight really contributes to our knee pain, whether um, we do or do not encounter it. So I think that it's definitely important to try to implement habits that make it easier for you to be healthy and make it easier for you to, um, you know, not put on excess weight. And more specifically, makes it easier for you to continue habits that we that we had as we were young. And, you know, like, William, when am I supposed to ask for recess during lunch? You know, <laughs> um, but it might be, you know, working out during lunch. It might be getting up to take a walk while you're at work, it might be um, drinking large amounts of water, um, learning and figuring out what fruits and vegetables you actually like. Because, you know, I love food. And I, ha I found out that 
I really had to find recipes that I enjoy, that I enjoy, that taste good. And so those are things that really, really, really help in terms of allowing us to maintain good habits, despite getting older, you know, getting more responsibilities and the ease in which it is to um, pick up other habits. So for those that are just tuning in, you are listening to the Happy Knee Radio Show, and I'm your host, Lillian Daniels. If you have any questions, feel free to call in at 914-338-0695. Again, that number is 914-338-0695. And if you have any knee issues, your knee is hurting, you know, you you really want another solution other than prescription drugs or surgery, please visit thehappyknee.com. Make sure that you get your copy of The Happy Knee Gift. That gives you solutions that you can do at home that are easy and natural and really get you results. And the whole goal of The Happy Knee Radio Show and just The Happy Knee in general is to really redefine your knee and turn it from a liability into an asset, something that's really allowing you to live your best life. And I really hope to reverse the idea of looking at our knee as, you know, something like, you know what, that's really annoying, or you know what, I have to watch out for my knee, you know, it's going to hurt. But allowing us to understand how to manage our knees, how to take care of our knees, and really help our knee, um, help our knee help us. <laughs> So um, definitely visit thehappyknee.com, pick up your gift of, you know, your happy knee gift and, you know, get naturally pain-free as soon as possible. And so we touched upon, you know, um, the idea of inactivity um, and comparing that to age. And it's just, you know, make sure that you're looking at the other factors other than just age, Right. So don't just say, okay, I'm 40, or okay, I'm, I'm 70, well, no, I'm not 70, I can't talk about that. But, you know, look at things that are naturally occurring in your life that come along with getting older and see if you can influence those and understand which factors really contribute to your knee pain. And that is inactivity, diet, um, weight gain. And those are things that really naturally come, you know, in the modern society. Um, and most people, those literally are things that come along with getting older. But, you know, we, sometimes you can put all the, the weight on age. So I hope that the pointers I gave you guys were helpful. Um, and now the, another factor I want to touch upon is, you know, kind of like, what are we doing on a daily basis that is really um, harming our knee in terms of how we stand, in terms of the poses and how we carry our body for long periods of time? And one obvious way is sitting at work. And so any activity where you are locking your knee for a long period of time is actually doing your knee harm. And so it's important to first identify what those are. Are you, do you have a job where you're standing for a long period of time? Are you standing on concrete for a long period of time? Um, are you not bending your knee, you know, for, are you, or are you, you know, sitting 
in a position where you're maybe squatting for a long period of time and you're not getting up to stretch it. So those types of questions are the questions you need to do. Like just, just go through your day. Where is a point in my day um, where I'm really sitting for a long period of time or I'm standing in a period of time that's putting pressure on my knee? And one obvious um, time of day is when you're at work. So when you're at work and you're sitting for a long period of time, how you are sitting is huge. So when you're sitting, you want to make sure that you're not sitting in a 90-degree angle um, with your knees um, and having them locked out. Instead, try to extend your leg forward, you know, every now and then or even, you know, for a long, longer period of time. And that's really allowing everything to kind of flow um, when it comes to your knee. Now, say you you are, you know, in a position where you have to stand for a long period of time. So in that case, just do kind of like, just bend your knee every now and then, or, you know, hold on to the side and stretch your knee. And this will make a huge, huge impact on your knee health. Um, and I talk about this uh, pretty frequently, but the importance of our joints and moving our joints and understanding how they really, really play a huge role in our overall health. One, it's, you know, supply our joints supply um, a great deal of blood flow. And also, we can also neglect our joints. You know, we can usually look at our joints as, you know, hey, watch out for the joints while you're working out as opposed to something that actually needs to be worked out. And so by extending your leg, instead of putting it in a 90 degree angle while you're sitting down at work, you are working out your joint. You're giving it some love. You're giving the blood flow and a circulation that it needs. Um, and so there's definitely other techniques that you can do for your hips, your shoulders, um, and other major joints. But right now we're focusing on a knee. And so if you're in a position or in a job where you have to sit down for a great deal of period of time, or you have to even stand for a period of time. Any prolonged or long period of um, sitting in one position that is putting strain on your knees is something that you really want to kind of limit and interrupt. So if that's taking a break and taking a walk or stretching and stretch lightly, um, make sure that you do that. And so... Um, that's something that I found very, very helpful. A lot of people find relief from. So I want to touch on, you know, kind of the need deterioration. And, you know, I always talk about food and the effect of food, food has on our health. And it's extremely important to understand and, and kind of gravitate towards food that are giving you energy and giving your body the thing, you know, what it needs. Um, and I know a lot of us have heard you are what you eat. And that is even more so um, important when you have knee issues or when you have any joint pain. Um, and I really think that pain is just a form of our body telling us, hey, can you switch things up a little bit? Hey, I need a little bit of help. Or something that you are, you know, putting in your body is actually hurting me. And so for that reason, I really want to touch on, you know, what can we eat to kind of strengthen our bones to help our joints? 
And for our bones specifically, one thing I just came upon was red rice. And it was really interesting, like red rice tea. And so I was just like, why would I boil tea? Or no, why would I boil rice? Um, But that's just one example in kind of how we, it's easy to passively go about um, life in terms of what we eat, right? And so I wouldn't have thought, oh, I just, I would just think that red rice is just another color. Like, oh, it's red rice and there's red rice, there's brown rice, there's white rice, there's black rice, wild rice. But when you look at, you know, when you're eating and when you're planning out your meals, look at things that are really going to do a little, a little bit of research um, and think, okay, is this something that's going to help build my bones? And so um, for that reason, I want to touch on, you know, things that can, touch, that can help to strengthen your bones. And so, you know, I mentioned red rice, and I think that in addition to what we eat, it's how we cook it. And right now I'm training for the New York City Marathon, and, you know, it's very tempting to just eat everything because, you know, I want energy. But the type of food and how you cook it is extremely important. And so one note I want to make sure that we all know is when you're making things like rice or when you're making things like um, oatmeal, make sure that you are allowing it to really, really, really cook. And I'm saying this because this is a mistake that I made. Um, I love to, for lack of a better term, burn things and, um, well, food specifically. But it's more so I like I like the, the um, I like the crispiness and stuff. And so the way I used to make my oatmeal is I would saute it just a little bit, and then I would add the water and let it cook. But unfortunately, what they did was it restricted the nutrients that would be released. So do not do that. <laughs> Instead, put in the water and the oatmeal at the same time and allow the oatmeal to, you know, very much so cook. And um, I'm a person that really likes texture. Like I said earlier, you know, how your food tastes really influences if you're going to eat it. And so for that reason, I don't use instant oatmeal. I use um, the, the large rolled flat oats, and that allows you to still have texture even if you're cooking it all the way down, right? So um, when you have rice, when you have oatmeal, those are two things you really want to cook down and allow to kind of cook on medium or, you know, a little um, low. And that allows you to really get the nutrients that it has in it. Because one thing is we're constantly told, oh, that you get fiber here, you get this there. But it's important to understand that if a food isn't cooked a certain way, you may be missing out on the health benefits that it's really supposed to give you. So allow your foods to cook, allow them to get, um, I think for oatmeal, the, the, the proper definition would be mushy, but um, really allow it to cook. And those are two foods that um, I really am starting to allow to cook through because I'm like, I want to get the nutrients. And it's definitely, you know, we could go on, maybe I'll have to touch on this in another episode where, you know, a lot of people like eat raw or not. And that can actually play into, you know, your, your, your knee health and is your body able to digest it better or is, is raw food really just better digestion or are you getting more nutrients? 
So again, for those tuning in, you are listening to the Happy Knee Radio Show. I'm your host, Lillian Daniel. And the Happy Knee Radio Show is really here to serve you with different pointers and suggestions that have worked um, that are natural in how you can take care of your knee and to really remove the assumptions that we have about knee pain and have about our knees. Our knees are not to be a liability, are not something that we should worry about all the time. But instead, when we take care of our knees, they can really contribute to our having a longer life, a healthier life, and a happier life. So if you have any questions, if you have any topics that you want to hear about, definitely feel free to call in. And you can call in at 914-338-0695. Again, it's 914-338-0695. And also feel free to email at info at thehappyme.com. And you can submit any topics that you wish to hear about for your specific need. And I will absolutely um, look to, you know, address those. And also visit thehappyknee.com and get your happy knee gift. In this gift, um, you will find pointers on, like, really easy corners. I like to get to the point. Um, things that you can do at home, things that are natural um, to provide you with knee, like, just knee pain relief. And um, it's extremely, extremely important to me. So um, definitely visit, get your free gift, and get pain-free. And so today's topic, we're talking about, I am too young for knee pain, you know, like, and really understanding the, the connection between age and your knee pain, and if they are connected, or if you can make an impact. And, you know, the answer to that is yes, you can make an impact on your knee and your knee pain, you can reverse it. And in order to do that, you know, you want to gradually add activity back into your life if you are if you've seen that, oh, you know, I'm not working out as much as I used to, or, you know, naturally through design, I don't, you know, work out that much, or I don't move that much, you know, and so it doesn't mean that you have to break out a huge sweat session at the, at the gym, but you do want to add activities back into your life, so as much as you can, you know, get in walking, um, and also the type of activity that, you do, that you're doing, start learning um, a low impact activity that you can do for your entire life that will that will not you know put a bunch of stress on your knees and that will make a huge impact. Um, another factor is weight, and that's something that actually comes along with a lot of people as they get older. So understanding, okay, what are the habits that I had when I was younger that helped to kind of ward off weight gain? And, you know, it's not a time to beat yourself up. It's not a time to be, you know, negative talk. It's just an opportunity to find ways that being healthy or warding off, you know, unwanted weight can be done easily, right? And so what we can do easy, how we can make being healthy or adapting healthy habits easy as opposed to inconvenient. Life is meant to be enjoyed, and that's with all things. And so... We also spoke about um, long periods of time, long periods of time in which you are standing or sitting 
but most importantly, where you're really kind of locking the knee or you're restricting blood flow to the knee. And you want to make sure that you identify those things. So we have three areas we can touch upon where you kind of want to do an audit of your everyday um, life. So first thing you want to check is activity level. Are you taking advantage of opportunities to walk, advantage of um, opportunities to move around? Um, activity level, um, you know, prolonged periods of time where you're just, you know, locking the knee and opportunities to eat healthy. So look at your um, daily activity and really audit um, where are things in your life. And so I'll just throw out quickly some areas that I do. So I try to walk more. Um, I try to add in food that tastes good to make it easier for me to eat healthier. And if I'm sitting for a long period of time, I stretch out my knee stretch on my legs. So those are my three pointers. Look at your daily activity life and see um, where you can make a little bit of an adjustment. So I hope that you guys really enjoyed this episode of The Happy Knee, where we've discussed age and knee pain. Are they really connected? The answer to that is very little, but a lot of the habits are kind of just habits that come along with aging, but you can control those. So I hope that you guys enjoyed please visit thehappyknee.com, get your free guide and your free Happy Knee gift. And if you have any questions, please email me at lillian at thehappyknee.com and make sure that you can. And if you have anyone that, you, you know, has knee pain or is battling with knee pain or you are battling with knee pain, definitely tune in, send your insights. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye.